Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What is up, y'all? Long time no talk. Hey, welcome to the podcast where your questions, your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by your host and coach, Adam Pullman. Hey, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to find the time to consistently do the things that you want to do, even if you feel like the time isn't there. So this 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 topic, or I guess I should say question, comes from the Friday Q&As that I do on my Instagram story. So if you are new to the show uh, or you are just getting back into it, the the whole, uh, I guess I should say the source of all the topics come from the Friday Q&As on Instagram. So here's how this show works. If you have a question about health, fitness, nutrition, training, lifestyle, really anything in the health and fitness realm, you are free to ask those questions on my uh, Instagram Q&A on my story every single Friday. And then what I'll do is I'll take questions from the Instagram Q&A and talk about them more in depth here on uh, the show, on the podcast. So that's where today's topic of prioritizing the time to work out comes from. All right. So that's how you go ahead and do that. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman PT. So that Instagram handle has changed. So it's Adam underscore Pullman PT. You know what? Now that I say that and the Instagram handle has changed, let me double check that. Let me double check that quick. Nope, I got it wrong. It's Adam It's Adam Pullman underscore PT. I should probably know my own uh, Instagram handle. But anyway, that's where you can go and find me on Instagram. One thing I recommend there is just kind of saving up questions over the course of the week. I get a lot of DMs uh, from people kind of saying like, oh, the Q&A came up, but uh, I kind of forgot what my question was. I don't really remember what it was. Uh, and that happens. So what I recommend is just kind of keeping those questions on your notes and your phone, something like that over the course of the week. So when Friday Q&A rolls around, you've got a list of whatever, three to five questions that you want to ask. And you are more than welcome to ask uh, more than one question. Anyway, a couple more things before we get going uh, on this topic. If you haven't yet, uh, I would love for you to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify still doesn't do it. So if that's where you're listening, don't stress about it too much. Unless you have an iPhone and you want to help your boy out and go to Apple Podcasts. But go to Apple Podcasts, uh, look for the podcast, leave a uh, rating and review, a five-star rating and review. If you feel it uh, deserves one, if you feel this podcast deserves one, that would be super, super helpful. And then lastly, if you want some more valuable free content to help you out with fat loss, muscle building, whatever it may be, go ahead and go to pullmanfitness.com slash free. I'll put that link in the show notes so you can download the free resources there. But that's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All right, today's question from the Instagram Q&A is from, I don't know, you'll have to forgive me for not uh, keeping track of the Instagram handle there, so I'm unable to give you a shout out today. That is uh, most certainly my bad, but the question still stands, and that question is this. I'm a mom of three. How in the world do people make the time to work out consistently? So this is a great question, okay? There are many different things that I can say about this. Um, What I want to start with is, is this. First and foremost, understand that I'm not a parent, okay? So I can't personally relate to what it's like to be raising three kids, four kids, two kids, one kid, whatever it may be. I can't relate to being a parent because I have never been a parent before. Now, what that tends to cause people to do is say, okay, homeboy has never never been a parent. 
Therefore, he doesn't know what the freaking heck he's talking about. Therefore, he can't help people. Therefore, what's the point of me listening to him? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I strongly encourage you to not go down that route, not go down that road. Though I have not been a parent myself, I have coached hundreds and hundreds of parents with very, very demanding schedules. I'm willing to bet you that I've coached parents that have far more demanding schedules that, than you do, and they're still able to get it done. Okay. Now that's not to sit here and say, oh, you know, they're more of a champion than you are because they're getting it done and you're not. The whole point of sharing that with you is to let you know that, hey, no matter where you're at, there is some very realistic change that you can make. So don't feel discouraged. Don't feel like my parenting, my kids, my demanding schedule, my work, whatever it may be, is the reason that I'm not able to get to where I want to be. Okay. The change is absolutely within your control. Does that mean that you're going to be able to have the schedule and the time to work out uh, as a 20-year-old single person? No, absolutely not. I think that's uh, super unrealistic and that's not being fair to yourself. However, you're not going to get anywhere if you just continue. This is the tough love. If you just continue to point the finger and say, oh, I can't do this because blank. I can't get that done because blank. I can't get that done because I have to do laundry, because I have to feed the kids, because I have to make dinner, because I have to do this. Okay. When you point the finger, what that happens it, or what happens there is that you're now saying, I am not able to change unless these circumstances change. The power is now out of your hands. Where the freaking heck do you think you're going to get in life when you sit there and point the finger and wait for circumstances in life to change so you can finally change? It's never going to happen. Okay. So what we need to do, what you need to do is put the power back in your hands. You need to say, okay, though I may not get to a place where I have so it's like such little responsibility that, that I'm just like in my twenties again, and I've no kids, I'm not married. Though we're not going to do that, we are going to say, okay, it is absolutely within my control to give myself the time that I need to get the things done that I want to get done in order to improve my health and fitness. That right there is the mindset of a victor, not a victim. So we have to come from that place first. Before we do anything else, before we talk about time management strategies, before we talk, we talk about making workouts non-negotiables, any of that stuff, we have to come to the mindset or the belief system that says we are in control of being able to make that change. The control has to be within our hands and we must believe that. If we don't, if we don't believe that, we are not going to get anywhere. You are not going to get anywhere. Understood? All right. So let's first sit down and say, okay, the power to change is within my hands. I can absolutely make it happen. Now, what we need to do, okay, from that mindset piece is also shift our mindset into uh, the belief that exercise, that working out, that eating well, whatever the thing may be that you're trying to change, I recommend just focusing on one thing at first, is a non-negotiable. This means that you do not freaking budge ever, ever, unless it's like some catastrophic event or emergency. Like I'm not trying to, you know, if your kid has some sort of medical emergency and you're like, oh, sorry, mommy or daddy's got to work out. I'll focus on you when I can't. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm talking about this is a non-negotiable in your schedule that when normal everyday life stuff comes up, you know that you are not wavering because that workout is a non-negotiable. Now, how do you make the workout or whatever the change may be a non-negotiable? First thing, like I said, is having the mindset that it will not be changed no matter what. Buying into that is going to be super important because when you give yourself that narrative in your mind, when you tell yourself that truth in your mind, the truth that you're not going to waver, when an opportunity to come wavers, you have already created the culture, I guess, the belief system in your mind that you're someone that does not do that. Therefore, it's much more likely that you will not bend over backwards, that you will not waver when your workout or whatever the change may be uh, is being put into question, when it's trying to be pushed to the side, whatever that might look like. 
So that's the first part of making it a non-negotiable, okay? The second part of making it a non-negotiable and something that really, really helps is time blocking, okay? My most successful clients, and it doesn't matter if they are people in their 20s that, like I said, don't have many responsibilities, or if they are uh, married people in their 40s or 50s with kids that they're raising, basically people with um, lots of responsibilities versus people with little responsibility, the common denominator is that they they have their workouts as as non-negotiables. And what works for them every single time in making that happen is time blocking. So they are not people, my most successful clients are not people that say, hey, I'm going to try to work out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They're not the people that sit there on Sunday and go, dang, I didn't work out this week. Well, I guess I'll just try again next week. They're not the people that just hope by some you know magical scenario that 2 p.m. rolls around, 5 p.m. rolls around, 7 a.m. rolls around. And they're just going to be like, ah, I got nothing to do. I guess I can get my workout in. The people that have that mindset, that have that approach to life are people who never get their workout in. They're people who never do the things that they need to do to get to where they want to be. So it's super important that we don't do that, that you don't do that. Okay. You are someone that needs to make it a non-negotiable. So what that looks like is time blocking the thing that you need to do. So instead of saying, I will try to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, what you're going to say is, I am going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday from this time to this time because I have time blocked it in my calendar and I am going to say no to anything else that tries to come up in that time, okay? This literally, this isn't just mentally. This is also physically. You're actually going to time block that in your calendar, not just in your mind, in your actual physical calendar. So you're gonna go into your calendar every single day or I should say every single week and plan the next week out And say, okay, I'm going to work out Monday this time, Wednesday this time, Friday this time. Not only are you making the commitment to yourself beforehand, but you're setting your week up to where nothing can get in the way when that day comes. Like I said, if you're just kind of just flying by the seat of your pants when Wednesday rolls around and you're like, I hope I get a workout in today, it is not going to happen as consistently as you need it to, to get to your goals. So time block that workout. Now, the other part of, of making your workout or whatever the change might be a priority, is understanding that other things aren't as much of a priority, okay? This is one of the biggest things I work on with stay-at-home parents. You would not believe the amount of trivial stuff that they think are actual, like, commitments that they need to follow through on, that they put in front of working out, in front of prepping their meals, in front of making healthy decisions, whatever it may be, okay? They say, oh, I need to get the laundry done. Oh, I have to run this errand. I have to do this. And where this really comes from, all right? Now, this might, this might kind of blow some of your minds. It might piss you off. I don't know. But where this comes from <clears throat> is the desire to be super mom or super dad. Because what has happened up until this point is you have put all your value and your self-worth into being a parent, into being a mom, into being a dad, into being a caretaker. And so if you're not able to do those things, you are not worth, you're not worth anything. You're not worth anything to people that your existence is not worth it. That is the lie that you have told yourself, but that is what you have told yourself in order to make sure you feel fulfilled, in order to make sure you feel worthy, in order to make sure you feel valuable in this world. And so if you don't do those things in your subconscious, you are not worthy. So what happens is you cling to those uh, responsibilities or actions or tasks that allow you to get that that high of feeling important. This happens all the freaking time with stay-at-home parents. I get it. We all do it in some way. It might be our job. It might be um, our parenting. It might be uh, some sort of career or a sport. We put our identity in those things. So if we do things that don't match up with that identity that we've tied to, we now feel that we are not worthy, okay? Our whole identity is gone. 
So that is one thing that is super important to understand. So if you feel that you have um, kind of told yourself that, oh, my value and my worth, all of it comes from being a parent, you need to let go of that lie, okay? The other part is understanding that your family, your kids, okay, though they might be young, they're far more self-sufficient than you give them credit for. If you do a workout three days a week for an hour, I promise you, your house is not going to burn down. I promise you, you will have another time during the week, during the day to do the laundry. I promise you, you will find other times to get those errands done. I promise you, you will find other times to feed your kid. And here's the thing. If they aren't fed for one hour while you're working out, they're made to survive through that. (laughs) They, They will be more than okay. Your house, your family is not going to burn down without you. Hard truth, you're important, but you're not that important. So that's important to understand. Okay, I know that this is coming again. It's going to be easy to say, well, Adam, you're kind of being harsh. You've never been a parent. You don't get it. I know. I know I've never been a parent. I know that. But I've worked with so many parents that I that identify with this, and I've been able to help them work through it to, to help them be more consistent with the things that they need to be to get to where they want to be and also help them understand that, oh, my family can, they can take care of themselves if I'm not around for an hour because mom or dad's getting the workout in. And they realize, oh my gosh, I'm able to do those things more consistently. My family is not, you know, burning to the ground. And as a result of being fitter and healthier and being happier with my actions and my health and my fitness, my body getting to where I want to be, I'm able to show up and be a much better parent when I'm trying to be fully focused on them. Okay. So yes, I'm not a parent, but I've helped so many people work through this. So if it feels harsh, I promise you it's what you need to hear. Okay. Sometimes what we need to hear is not what we want to hear. And that is okay. So if I'm being hundred percent honest with you, I've kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of keep going and pick it up where I think I left off. And that was just on understanding your, your, your family is not going to go to crap without you for an hour. Okay. Now I think what I might've mentioned earlier is understanding that the other priorities that you think are priorities aren't really big priorities. They can wait. Now, how do we identify this? There is a simple tool that I um, have used several times that I really enjoy from the book that I preach uh, on here all the time called The One Thing by Gary Keller, okay? So this book really, you have to read it. I'm telling you, you have to read it. It helps you identify um, what the one thing is that you need to focus on to make everything else easier. Now, there are different tactics and things and, 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 and tools and uh, I don't know, uh, practices that he breaks down in the book that kind of help you bring this to life. But one of my favorites is the high, medium, low priority list. So what you're going to do on a piece of paper, pen and pad, whatnot, I want you to sit down for a good 30 minutes to an hour. I want you to, I want it to be intentionally long. So you have the time to process. Okay. You don't have to complete it in that time, but I want to, I want you to just create the space for you to think and really question and ponder the decisions and priorities that you, that you have in your life. So you're going to have three columns one that says high, one that says medium, and one that says low, okay? Now, what you're going to do is you are going to write down all the priorities or all the things that you do in your life that are high priority to you. Then you're going to go through the medium priority and the low priority. Or what you can do is just think of all the priorities that you have and just kind of, as each one pops up into your mind, organize it into low, medium, or high. And it's very important that you do this not based on where you think they should be, but it's very important that you do it based on how you've been behaving. So let's say you've ignored your workout because you give yourself the excuse to do the laundry. You can put laundry or housekeeping in the high priority list because you have not been prioritizing your workouts. So base it off of uh, what, how you've been behaving because you want to understand where your mindset is truly at. So you have high, medium, and low. 
after you're done thinking through all of those priorities, you're like, okay, I can't think through any more of them. I can't think of any other things that I do in my life. I have my highs. I have my mediums. I have my lows. What I want you to do is I want you to go to your high priority list, okay? And I want you to identify anything that is probably more so medium priority than it is high and move it to the medium priority list. So if you're doing this, you can use pen and paper, whiteboard. Maybe you want to do something that's a little easy to erase. Uh, it's up to you. But you're going to move the stuff in the high list that might be more medium to the medium list. Then you're going to go through the medium list and you're going to say, okay, what in this medium priority list is actually a little bit more of a low priority? And then you're going to move that to the low list. Okay. And as you do that, I want you to do it with the mindset that you are trying to become the person you want to be, not how you behave now. So you might realize, okay, based on how I'm behaving, I'm trying to give you an example. Based on how I'm behaving, uh, doing laundry or whatever, I'm just picking laundry because that's one of those trivial things that we tell ourselves we have to do right now, but it literally can wait like two weeks, um, depending on the amount of clothes that you have. So let's say laundry is in your high list, okay? And that's just based on how you currently are behaving. So you realize, okay, laundry is in the high list. But in reality, that's a little bit more of a medium thing, okay? If, if we talk about what it should be, that's a medium priority. It's actually a low priority. But let's say, okay, we're going to move it from high to medium. Then you go through your medium list and you see laundry again. You're like, man, laundry compared to making dinner for the family, compared to uh, sending the emails, compared to doing my volunteering, laundry is, is actually a pretty low priority. So I'm going to move it to the low. That's what you're going to do, okay? So you're going to go from the high, move things from high to medium, move things from medium to low. You're going to continue doing that over and over and over and over from high to medium to low, from high to medium to low, continue being truthful and filtering these, those things through from the left to the right as much as you possibly can until you can't anymore. Until you look at that list and you say, okay, what is in the high priority is actually, is actually a high priority. What is in the medium priority is actually truly a medium priority. And what is in the low priority is actually truly a low priority. If you really do care about your health and fitness and where you want to improve with that, over time, your workout, your nutrition, whatever that one thing may be that you're trying to change should end up in the high priority list, okay? The goal is not to have that continue being in the low priority list, all right? So remember, we're starting that list with how we currently behave, and then once we have that done, we're changing, thing ba changing things based on how we actually want to uh, have our priorities be lived out in our day-to-day -day life, okay? So hopefully at the end of this, uh, workout is on the far left side in that high priority list. So you're going to continue to do that over and over and over and over again until you have those things set out. Now, from there, what you're going to do is kind of audit your week at your weeks and your days, whatever it may be, your months after you have that list set. And you're kind of just going to be periodically looking back and saying, am I living according to what those priorities actually are based on what I wrote down or am I not? Okay. And the more you audit yourself with that, comparing your actual daily actions to that list, the more you're going to be able to understand, okay, I'm living in alignment with who I want to be, or I'm not, and I need to change something. The high, medium, and low priority list is a massive game changer for a lot of people, and I really, really encourage you to, to give it a shot. Now, there's one other thing that I want to add to this um, that gives parents a lot of room to be able to make the change that they want to make. And it's, it's understanding that even if you don't do things perfectly the way you plan out to do them, the way you plan to do them, that's okay. And you should still continue to try to do it anyway. So for example, let's say you originally set out to work out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for an hour. Okay. And you've made that a non-negotiable. You have time blocked that. All right. Now let's say that Friday rolls around. Monday's workout, you crushed it. Wednesday's workout, you crushed it. Friday rolls around. 
Okay. And you are sending emails. You are making calls to whomever, whatever you're doing at home. I don't know. You're doing all that stuff. And you realize, uh oh, I lost track of time. I'm 20 minutes into my time blocked workout time that I was supposed to have. Crap. At this point, you have two options. Option one is to say, well, I didn't get, I can't get the whole workout in that I time blocked. So what's the freaking point? And you continue distracting yourself with all the other stupid stuff that you think you have to do, even though you don't actually have to do it right now. That's one option. That's what, that's the route that most people take. And that's why they don't get to where they want to be. The second option is saying, all right, I'm 20 minutes over into my workout time. That means I've got 40 minutes of the original hour that I planned. That's all right. It is what it is. I'm going to put everything down and I'm going to make the 40 minutes uh, that I have the most intentional, uh, deliberate 40 minutes that I can possibly uh, make. I'm going to put everything I can into those 40 minutes and make sure I get a great 40 minutes of working out in. Those are your two roads. Which one is a stupid question because it's simple. Which one do you think is going to help you get to where you want to be? Option two. So don't let the all or nothing mindset, the perfectionist mindset get in the way. It's going to be easy to say, well, Adam wanted me to time block this stuff and I didn't get the hour in that I time blocked. So I guess I just, I, what's the point? Maybe I'll try to do it again tomorrow. No, no, no. You still have 40 minutes that you have time blocked. Even though 20 minutes are gone, you still have another remaining 40 minutes of the 60 minutes that you time blocked. So you might as well use them. Okay. So it's very important to understand that you need to uh, start where you are. Okay. My favorite quote, Arthur Ashe. Uh, well, one of my favorite quotes, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Okay. But we are trying to prevent getting to that point as much as possible by first getting into the mindset, into the belief system that says, I am going to get these things done no matter what. Two, taking that belief system and, and practically applying it. Okay. By saying, okay, I've time blocked these things into my week, into my day. Three, further helping ourselves understand that low priority stuff is really low priority stuff and it doesn't need to get done right now. And then four, taking that into our, into our week and making the conscious decision to just start where we are, use what we have and do what we can if something does magically end up getting in the way. But again, we're trying to prevent that as much as we possibly can. So anyway, I hope this episode has been uh, of service to you. I hope it's been helpful in some way. Now, if you enjoy this episode, if you know someone that needs, needs to hear this, uh, send them here. Share this episode with them. Otherwise, spread the love. Share this with your friends and family. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.